the goes job. and gets them. Save it for the podcast. He took yeah, a second true. job. Let's start rolling. Start rolling. Yeah. I'm rolling. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Bin, Episode 8. Mary's already laughing. Things are going great. We are just barely on the rails here. That's right. We're going to be doing fine. Mary's wearing her disco boots. We are we are in a good spot today. Welcome to Episode 8. Yay. I'm Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. I'm Christian. Christian, I can hear your big gulp from here. Speaking of, <laughs> thanks to our sponsor. Big gulps. Big gulps, huh? 7-Eleven. Never, never actually bought a big gulp well, you're missing out it's right it's right there i mean i know it's like right down right right down the street from our office here and in beautiful matthews north carolina if you ever want to look us up home of Spe- the movie bin. <laughs> home of the movie bin. speaking of beautiful small towns elma texas mm-hmm. because today we are talking about big green this was actually one of our most requested movies to review it's actually the, and honestly the big green after book. watching it i do not understand why why the people loved it so much yep all right let me tell you okay. what. First off, Elma's not a real town. So in Texas, it's so big. It. You, it well, large, I'm just going to give you a little background, and then you can decide why the people might love it. But <laughs> Texas is a huge state. Why not just pick like a normal Texas to small town? There's plenty of them. People they call it a country. <laughs> they don't people look it up because all the crap that happens in Elma doesn't happen anywhere else because this is just a bunch of just nonsense in this city. Yeah, that's true. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, Big Green follows a, uh, a mid-90s pattern of children's sports movies. I'm going to say it was the heyday for kids' sports movies. Yep. Let yes. me run these off for you here. 1992, Mighty Ducks. 93, The Sandlot. 93, Rookie of the Year. 94, Mighty Ducks 2. 94, Little Big League. 94, Angels in the Outfield. Oh. Wow. 94, Little Giants. And then Big oh. Green bringing up the rear. 1995. Little wow. Giants. So, we do Little Giants. Was this really the last one? Was this like the kids' sports movie to end all kids' sports movies? Well, I think Maybe. Maybe so. I Shut it, it down. Uh, yeah. The Big Green. Wow, that was kind of loud. Yeah, it was. You can cut that out. <laughs> Do not disturb. <laughs> Do not disturb. Turn it on silent. So the Big Green uh, is affectionately referred to as the Soccer Mighty Ducks movie because it's essentially <laughs> the exact true. same plot except you take out a drunk Emilio Estevez and, and replace her yeah. with a with a blonde British teacher. Which some would say is an improvement, but not me. Most would say that. Christian had a raging crush on Olivia Dada. I raged. Uh, <laughs> I raged. Uh, <laughs> I raged. He can't even get his words out. He was so... <laughs> move, move on. <laughs> Did you say move on or yep. Mulan? No. <laughs> no magic. Because that's also one of his crushes was Mulan. Really? Christian, this big gulp is really, it's really adding some. uh, You hear this? Oh, yeah. That's some loud ice. Anyway, so the Big Green, based in small town Elma, Texas. If you've seen Mighty Ducks, you've seen the Big Green replace hockey with soccer. A young British teacher does some sort of transfer program to a town called Elma, Texas. Now, teach Elma, for America. It's probably. basically Teach for America. She should be in Teach for America. It's like a massive outreach project because yeah. I don't know how a teacher from Surrey, England, even gets connected with a town like Elma, which is so small they have two classes, the little kids and the big kids. Now, I did some research. <laughs> it's not 19th century America anymore, so that's not really a thing. No. Even in the mid-90s, if you had a class that small, I looked it up, they were called very small cities, very small town schools and like that. I have it pulled up. But it says that even those that have like 10 to 12 students in the whole school each had individual grade teachers. So that's basically being homeschooled, if anybody's wondering. Basically. And then they said they'd Which only do Mary that up was. through elementary yeah. school. And then they would do commuti- commuter schooling for middle and high school. They what would, is like, that? They'd bus you in to Com- the other cities. School? Commuter uh, school? They computer would bus you in. School. You'd have to drive like an hour to get to school, but you have to go to kind of a main high school or a main middle school. Weird. That's not like homeschooling. Not like homeschooling or like 19th century America. But in Elma, Texas, they have two classes, little kids and the big kids. So this British teacher gets there 
all these kids. There's only six of them. It's like a small study hall. There's not very many people who live here. Um, but she sees that they're very apathetic. They're very, uh, you know, don't care about school. Mm-hmm. They are the fourth lowest test grades in the whole state, which, which is, is pretty impressive something. that there are three state. dumber places getting test grades than these <laughs> eight kids. <laughs> now, about these eight children, it is... Um, borderline miraculous, this might say the most magical part of the movie, that such a melting pot of America is represented in these eight children living in Elma, Texas. You have twin African-American girls. You True. have a little Asian guy. Yep. <laughs> That's not racist. He's a small Asian boy. <laughs> Literally a small Asian boy. You have a larger, a, uh, an overweight redheaded uh, ginger boy. That's not diversity. <laughs> <laughs> you add gingers into diversity. Oh, I couldn't say that word. <laughs> gingers are kind of their own thing altogether. Because <laughs> you can't cough in the microphone. <laughs> you have an El Salvadorian boy named Juan. Which so, one? Huh? Which, Which one? one? That's oh, a good, that's a good Juan that's joke. I'm going to use that. <laughs> That was a great one. And then, and then you have a couple other kids. You have, you know, small kids, big kids. You know. There's also two girls with asthma. Again, again, big things are looking for in diversity. But do we have any kids with asthma? I know we have an equal split in race, but does anybody have asthma? asthma? Any twins? No. Yeah, we'll go ahead and let's we'll pull some of that. That sounds great. A redhead. I mean, no one can be mad about the diversity. So, in the middle of Texas, you have just this beautiful melting pot of America represented, Uh, and she tries to convince them that hey, in order to improve your self-esteem and maybe your test scores somehow. Let's play soccer. Right. Uh, they don't like soccer because no one likes soccer. They're not <laughs> foreigners. Except yeah. foreigners. And that was said by the Asian kid. <laughs> Which is, we, he said, but. <laughs> he himself may not have been <laughs> from Asia. <laughs> just so you know. You're saying that as if anyone who's not white is automatically a foreigner. I, I understand. I would just like to remind I'm you at just, this point that Native Americans. <laughs> would say the same thing about us. I'm just saying, I understand he might have been a naturalized American citizen, but that he, as a minority, would be a little more considerate of calling things American. Mm. (laughs) Okay, okay. Keep, just explain the plot so we can get into the rest of it. They they start playing soccer. They are terrible. Somehow she gets into a soccer league last minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, They lose their first game 18 to nothing to Mm -hmm. this Aryan rich white kid. Kind of a very like, I mean, some would say Colleen type soccer team. All right. There it is. There's your one for this one, guys. (laughs) They're from the the metropolis of Austin, Texas. Which actually is a metropolis, so. It is. Which is funny they didn't choose like Dallas. This, the Knights seem much more like a team from Dallas, not Austin. Yeah, that's That's true. true. But anyway, they, they go to Austin, they play the Knights, they lose 18 to nothing. To uh, a, a very just a, a bad guy. His name is I don't remember his name. Coach, in real, coach. the coach <laughs> of the Knights. Um, but he also is the announcer and Angels in the outfield. And he, uh-huh. you can see the big green borrowing a lot from Other the movies. plot from D two. Uh, the the two kids from the Sandlot, the <laughs> announcer from Angels in the Outfield. It was the last sports movie that we could. It's out almost of the like 90s. a greatest hits, or maybe yep. like a super group of kids sports movies. We can call it the Big Green, maybe. So they lose the they to lose the, the nights. Then they they want to quit. She convinces them to play again. They lose again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somehow that second loss was the one that convinced them that they should keep playing. Yeah. And well, so, I get that. Nothing motivates me like somebody being like, "I don't think you could do that." Again, the right. second time. 
I don't know how she got him back out for the second game because if I lost something 18-0, I would say, I'm probably not good at soccer. Probably bribery. I'm not going to do that again. I don't know if she bribed him because she didn't bribe him until the third game when somehow she used all her teacher salary and bought them equipment (laughs) and soccer cleats because the game before they were MacGyvering some (laughs) egg cartons and bubble wrap into shin guards. It was a disaster. (laughs) Anyway, they go on. Not a whole lot. uh, I mean, understandably so, not a lot of sports action in elementary school soccer. So they skip a lot of the season and just kind of use some motion graphics to let you know that they won eight games, lost three, tied one, which was enough to make it to the finals, mm-hmm. the champion, junior championship of the Austin, Texas, North <laughs> Austin Soccer Association. Wow, that's a lot of qualifiers. So they're, they make it to the championship versus the Knights. Uh, again, kind of a rematch situation. Uh, the coach of the Knights thinks he's going to beat the Big Green is their new name. Uh, because they're named after the field where the football team had won some championships a couple of years ago. Yep. Which makes me happy that I don't play in any sports leagues because what would I be like, the Matthews Sports Field? Matthews yes, sports the Plex. Matthews yeah. Sports Plexes. If this was named after Matthews, Bank of America it would be called Stadium Soccer Team. the Sports Plexes, <laughs> which is not nearly good a name as the Big Green. Yeah, no. which is a weird name for a field. I mean, it's basically just kind of calling it what it is. Yeah, it is a What's big that? green it's field. big. What else? Green. <laughs> the dirt Got patch. it. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So they come to the uh, the big finale scene or big finale game. They're playing uh, the Knights. They go to overtime because side plot that happens the whole time. There's a young boy named Juan. We mentioned him moments ago. Yeah. He moves to the town of Elma with his mother. He uh, is Latino, uh, which I guess I'm guessing that, you know, we see a lot of generalizations in these movies we've been watching, but they're assuming, oh, the Latino kid, he's probably good at soccer. I mean, yes. So they make him good at soccer. Yeah. He helps the team uh, very much like a uh, uh, Latino Adam Banks from the Mighty Ducks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he scores, but then uh, the coach of the Knights understands that, hey, they have one good player. I wish I could get him off their team. And the coach of the Knights is an IRS agent who runs into the drunk father of one of the other players. And somehow the two of these wise guys are able to get this lady deported, even though she's been paying taxes with a false ID for several years. False ID is probably pretty important to the government. It is important, but I don't know how you even identify someone. With, uh, the whole point of having a false ID is that people can't find you, you. can't find me. Anyway, so they get Juan kicked off the team. But then... Very much like halftime in the Mighty Ducks where they come out and they're wearing their Mighty Ducks jerseys and not the USA jerseys. The big green rally in the second half. They tie the game. They go to a shootout, which, mm-hmm. again, I believe is Mighty Ducks too. They have mm-hmm. a yes, shootout. Yes, same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple deke. Then they, they pick the people who are going to kick the penalty kicks. And then Alfalfa from the Little Rascals. Boy, that big gulp is just was... very loud. It's Alfalfa from <laughs> the Little Rascals. Somehow the smallest player who I don't even qualified for the team. His he seems Newt. underage. His name is he's Newt. He's so cute. I don't even think he goes to school. He just wanders around with a wagon with no, just he's garbage. He's in the little kids. He's, yeah, he's the little kid class. He's in the little kid class, but you don't see him anywhere else. No. He, doesn't see he was any- the kid who they asked me, and he's like, I don't know how to play, but I'm happy to be here. There's a scene where I Kate, his attitude the whole time. Yeah, well, he's so the positive. only one who's like looking he's at the He's definitely a side. seven on the Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of guy. The eternal optimist. My kind of guy. Just another man's junk is his treasure because he's just walking around the wagon of garbage the whole movie happy as can be but somehow like he, all sevens. he volunteers 
Because these coaches somehow won eight games but don't understand how penalty shootouts, they let one of the kids volunteer to be the last like the last kicker. They say, okay, you go, you go, you go, you go. And who wants to be the fifth kicker? Like it's <laughs> like it's who wants the last ice cream cone? No, I don't know. How do you win the championship? You find your best kicker. I would have said Juan should kick last because he's mm-hmm. the one who got you this far. But I'm not the coach. So uh, Newt goes out there. He kicks. Somehow he falls down while he's kicking and still gets it past the yeah. Knights goalie. That guy's got to feel awful because mm-hmm. he lost to that guy. Yeah. Well, but good for Newt because I bet good you he ran you. on that for pretty much ever. The rest of his life. And now he had a, like a trophy to put in his trash wagon. <laughs> 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 so the Big Green win the game. And uh, the they put a billboard up in the town replacing some old football billboard that says, Congratulations to the Big Green. Austin Junior Soccer Champions, which is man, you are really reaching. If that's like <laughs> that's billboard worthy, but and then well, also yeah. the biggest reach is saying for that the test scores to let you know that the soccer also helped their academics, which is unbelievable. It's up they there were never with, in that class. They never went with, back to school after the first day. They just played outside of it. The, uh, they just it didn't, didn't say she was a good teacher at all. Didn't nope. seem like she was a very good teacher. Well, she's good at encouraging teamwork. She True. did encourage that, but didn't teach. Uh, somehow, it's in a little tiny piece, it says fourth highest uh, test scores in the state. Which, so they went from fourth lowest to fourth highest? In Texas, which giant state. That seems like quite the jump for yeah. eight students to make. And that's how it ends. Oh, they improved a lot. So... That's the big green. Uh, again, one love couple, that movie. Huh? Yeah. Love that movie. I did yes. not love it. Mary, not oh a huge fan, God. but Mary, it. it has all the qualities of all the movies we've seen so far. No, it has something popular from the '90s, which was soccer, because right. we had just gotten done having the American World Cup. They were trying to ride the soccer yeah, wave. I the MLS had just kicked off. Mm-hmm. She knows her Mia Ham. <laughs> There's also some dad issues again. Because you love to, you know, dive into every yeah. podcast. I would every love to yeah. Kate and her drunk father. These ones were very you, obvious. you know, don't tell me why I should have liked it because I'm going to tell you why I didn't. <laughs> also, it has Steve Gutenberg, which many have called a poor man's Dennis Quaid. No, he is not anywhere close to Deputy Dennis Dog. Quaid. He's Deputy so endearing. Dog. He's I so love endearing. that they called him Deputy Dog. Did you know I can't he gained 12 pounds for this movie? Colleen Why? was convinced he was wearing a fat suit. I was. I don't think he was. It, it looked so fake. Why did they have him do it? Was he? Was it just so that he'd look like more of like a schlub? Well, well he got in shape by the end schlubby. of the movie. Well, because he had to run. <laughs> yeah, he had to run with the kids. And he was by far the worst runner. Which is saying something because that big redhead kid who reminds me of someone and I cannot figure someone out. We is know. it Ham yeah. from the Sandlot? Because it is Ham from the Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen the Sandlot. Oh um, my <laughs> god! Wow, wow. I'm sorry. Gosh. I'm sorry. Well, we, we can't cover the Sandlot because it's a flawless film. It is. <laughs> no plot holes to be found. Not a plot hole so to be found. This but is this is why I didn't like the Big Green, and then we could talk about the plot holes because okay. I feel like that I cannot be the only person who feels like this. I had never seen this movie before this week. I didn't want it as a kid and so some could some things could probably be attributed to that but I also had never seen Three Ninjas and I absolutely loved Three Ninjas so not everything like it's not just me being older and jaded but this movie is like so emotionally heavy I think like rookie of the year there was like a rough relationship and in Home Alone like his parents were their attention was divided and in blank check he had to basically just he was just overlooked but this movie had like alcoholic parents, people who had just been laid off from their job. Like um, Juan's mom getting deported was like a real fear. These were kids who were dealing with really real life issues at a really young age. And they had basically like, yeah, they were apathetic when the teacher came in, but it was because they had seemingly like disqualified themselves from ever becoming anything. Um, And that to me was like so heavy to watch. And I'm like, I was happy that they overcame it, but it took so much 
like work. It took so much work for them and it just felt so much more real that I couldn't really like enjoy it like I could enjoy the other movies because it wasn't just like entertaining. I'm using air quotes around entertaining (laughs) 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 for those of you listening at home and not looking at me right now. Um, I couldn't be just like entertained because for me, this was like probably real life for people, even though Elma isn't real. Would you move this from the comedy category to drama? Dramedy, maybe. A A family dramedy? Maybe. I don't know. It just... It was it it was kind of dark and like by the end of it, you maybe are the first I person ever called the big green a dark dark, <laughs> a dark drama. <laughs> the fact but like I appreciate you said your fresh eyes. that like it it's like really saying something that them becoming like the junior North Austin champions of soccer or whatever was like a big deal. But if that was really the biggest deal thing that they had to brag about in their town, like that's kind of a bummer, and it makes me wonder like how how did their lives end up. And Would you was like to this, see the Big Green too? Where are they now? Maybe. Like, was this it one soccer game? Was this their claim to fame years on? Because that football championship one was from Deputy Dog, who was still bragging about a football championship after like 10 years. I don't know. I just had like really high hopes for them like going on and being really successful. And based <laughs> on the way that the movie was trending, I don't necessarily feel like after the championship, their well, lives things, like went really you well. You know, the old saying that winning cures all <laughs> I think I don't know what ends. I think winning cures all. Maybe that's it. Maybe is that true? I don't, I don't think know. That's it true. fixed uh, Juan's immigration issue. It true. fixed uh, Kate's drunk father. Mm-hmm. True. He made it to the championship game. It, yeah, I look he did. at it, it was more like a drought. A drought. Yeah, and the championship was the the rain. Maybe. The rain. That needed to come. You think it was like the turning point for yeah. everything changing for the town? Yeah. The whole town, you think, changed because of yeah. that? And Elma. Yeah, maybe they gave them something to rally around, which was the part that I really liked about it. But it wasn't to me like just like all of the other movies where I could like laugh through it and things like that. Like I didn't think it was funny. I just kind of thought it was like a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) You might have been the first person ever to get bummed out by the big green. (laughs) Other than the fact that, man, this is like Mighty Ducks with soccer. That's usually the thing that bums people. Well, the thing is, is that I really like the Mighty Ducks. Like I don't see that as the same (laughs) as this. This is like a niche, like these are kids dealing with adult problems. And this teacher is like, you know, it will fix everything, soccer. And that's just like not that realistic to me. It's not. So you're saying that the sad part is that there are real people like this. Yeah. And that they don't have a green goat to help them to the junior soccer championship. Yes. Also, that's animal cruelty. (laughs) (laughs) They painted that the the fact that they made the goat basically. It's almost like you turned into the microphone to cough. (laughs) The goat was basically like a ninth like team member. (laughs) But when they painted him green, that poor guy. Well, this was. I looked up the big green bummer in Google. Have other people said this? No, I got nothing. It's mostly about the the only uh, one. The grill. (laughs) Maybe I'm solo in it. I just I I watched it and I even like I got sad enough during it that I had to turn it off and come back to it later. And I was still sad when I finished it. (laughs) Well, me right out. It was directed by uh, Holly Goldberg Sloan. Uh, who didn't have a lot of directing credits. She directed The Big Green and The Secret Life of Girls, which I never saw. Uh, that sounds starring... like not a kid's that movie. That that I'm, like I'm just <laughs> looking at it. Pets. It says <laughs> Linda Hamilton and Eugene Levy. Which, oh, oh he's also great. in Bringing Down the House. We're, we're not talking about Bringing Down the House. <laughs> or Man of the House or the Man of the House you're talking about. Maybe one day. Uh, she also wrote Angels in the Outfield. She wrote the screenplay for that. I like that movie. Um, and then she was also the writer of Heidi for Paws, uh, which I believe is... What um, that means. There's not a poster for it, uh, but if you can check out my screen, there is one picture 
for the film, and it is uh, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's dogs <laughs> dressed as people. Oh, you should take a picture for BTS. So you can look here. This is it's uh, on themoviebin.com. Right? Some of uh, her other credits, Heidi just, Goldberg's other credits include or the movie the movie this picture of dogs. Got it. All right, so here's what I would like to talk about. We can go ahead and jump into the plot holes. Yeah. Yes. Unless you, are, are no. you done bringing down the just say, being <laughs> Debbie Downer down over here? Yeah, I'm kind of sad now. I'm sorry I'm for like calling out, but that's just the way I, I saw the movie. It was All just right. a difficult ride for All me. Right. So the, Let's the bring this back up. things was the... The, the where the kids are laying in the, <laughs> in the field. In the with, the <laughs> with the Cheetos. So the, the movie opens up with three of the kids spending their allowance on a big bag of Cheetos yeah. and then covering themselves in Cheetos and then somehow pigeons from New York fly all the way down <laughs> to Elma, Texas and somehow know that these boys have covered themselves in Cheetos and start covering them. Yeah. And then the new British teacher comes in town, thinks they're being attacked and by hoses birds. them off. Because that's what happens. You just drive, oh, they're being attacked by birds. Let's go hose them off yeah but yeah. we get a we get a really important classic 90s moment happening right there that's going to be it throughout the film which is the kind of speed ramp where they start getting Ooh. fast forward and then the the sound effect it just like does all these <laughs> where she's running it's yeah, like uh flintstone's feet yeah i love when it's they amazing. do that. i mean I that is so that funny. is a very i mean this movie did that a lot too a yeah, lot of that speed up i think it just uh Maybe she was trying to. Maybe the movie was too long. They said shorten it. And she said, "Okay, what we'll if I did a couple of these?" Well, no, and then they did a <laughs> slow mo like, scene. Scenes. Remember in the rain? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. just a very long. Maybe they did if, all those other fast long. forwards so that they could do the one slow mo. Mine kept buffering, so it, <laughs> during that part, so it just that seemed YouTube extra video. Long. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so here's what I want to talk about. Uh, mainly, how this British teacher who just moved to this town somehow has an in with the school board in Austin, which is not even a city they're from, to be able to sign up these eight hoodlums. Hoodlums. Not, not even in the same grade. I'm sorry, Mary, I know you love these kids, but they don't have any semblance of a soccer team to them. They're, they're not no. the same age. They're no. not... The same size. Not the same size. No previous experience. Not athletic at all. Not even... Yeah, not even, what yeah. the heck? That's There's, some 90s. It's guys and girls playing in a school soccer league. I can't even tell if it's like a school board soccer league, but then these aren't like school teams they're playing. It's like a city team. And I, I try to look it up. I looked it up on the North Austin Soccer Association, which is abbreviated NASA. <laughs> Which I feel like is, <laughs> I feel like is taken. Um, but even though I mean, <laughs> like a big one, their logo says NASA. So I'm, maybe they're just maybe, maybe like, it's oh, a friend. You work for NASA? Yeah, yeah, but not yeah, that one. Sorry, it's the a North, North Austin, Austin Soccer, Soccer Association. Association. <laughs> Same thing, though. So I looked it up, and uh, I looked up some just registration dates, just trying to see like how much time you need. Because she says the season's already started, but I signed up. You guys, your first game is tomorrow. I don't know how the number one team in the league doesn't have a full schedule already weeks in advance. When yeah. I played junior sports, you got your schedule at the beginning of the season so you knew that yeah, that's so your true. parents could hang it on the fridge and you can know who's got to take Ryan to, to go. You know, the Braves are playing the Mets. We got to go. Which one were you? We were the Braves. We weren't very good. It all goes back to my problems with rookie of the year of league yeah. standards. That's true. <laughs> it appears that the jeans, the jeans, the uniforms, the lack of schedules. I played t-ball. What? I know what a real. I mean, this North, this this Austin Soccer Association. They the championship game is a big enough deal that where it has announcers in the booth mm -hmm. and it's played in a real stadium. But the whole season, the winner goes on a billboard. Yeah, but you can't start the season. But you don't have your schedule set and your teams from the league set at the beginning of the year, or have uniform standards like, hey, you That's know. What you can't just wear your jeans and t-shirts. You have to have numbers and names on your right, things. Right. You can't wear that that uh, trash man pickup jersey. You gotta. Uh, sorry, goalie. You gotta that get was a real that goalie was super shirt. funny though. The goalie having like the construction worker uh, vest. It was very that funny. Was funny. So I, I do have some big concerns there. Uh, I don't think that's 
even mildly plausible that yeah. this lady who just moved here is somehow has an in with the school board to to get these kids who aren't even yeah they're not it's not like a guys team or a girls team it's a blended team blended ages somehow they're playing the Maybe night she, also, used, she I, probably used her good looks to convince them I question what I'd like to question some Are of her outfits in the film by the way no she's just dressed like a young hello Clark floozy I wasn't was floozy. anything like uh, over the line more <laughs> just like you know you want to let us in right wink wink, wink and they're wink, like nudge, nudge. yes we do wink wink nudge nudge to call them. They don't even know what she looks like other than she has a she British voice. Skyped she probably Skyped. <laughs> <laughs> In 1995. 1995, the Skype. Um, can we also talk about the fact that she was like a uh, just normal teacher and then instead of using any teaching methods to get them interested, <laughs> Anyone she at was all. like, you know what, if you guys don't care about this, sure, let's go to recess. <laughs> <laughs> Because Ryan you guys can correct me because I was wondering. in school, but my my mom would have never let that fly. If oh. I was like, I don't want to learn, she would not have said, fine, go, go outside and play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I then she forced them to learn to play soccer in spite of them not wanting to and all those girls having asthma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those girls. Well, she broke school property with the globe. Yeah. yeah. And then just bounced it on her head. Like but it apparently was she's the only teacher in this wood. giant school. It's a massive yeah. building, but they only go to one room. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's just the one class pretty much. The so one class. Why rotate? There's got to be anybody. Could... And who was teaching before she was there? Great point. Because she I think came it was in a and transfer completely program. Like, like, started from scratch. They sent someone from Elma to England. So teachers would cut their <laughs> it was teeth like an on the Elma two-class school because <laughs> that's a realistic look at what life Boy. is like in America. So, that yeah. So it's like the holiday, but with soccer. <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> Great movie. Part exactly. Of me just yes. wondered, like Jack Black is Steve Gutman. <laughs> 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 a lot of foreshadowing there. I mean, it just it does that just didn't make sense to me. And then the entire movie, um, Deputy Dog, whose real name I know he's sheriff or whatever, but I can't remember it. But he Tom. His name is Tom. They never says, even call me Tom. Okay, Sheriff Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's my British accent. <laughs> sheriff Tom. Tom. Sheriff. Hey, sheriff Tom. David. <laughs> David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Bring it back. I love that. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing my Janice again. Okay, why not? That one is so good. <laughs> um, what were you saying about uh, Steve Gutenberg oh, right. at his best? There was there was no point in the movie in which they even tried to make us think for a little bit that he was interested in the kids. They like called him out multiple times for yeah. you're just here because you want to date the and teacher. Then he didn't deny it. No, he was like pretty much you're right. I am only here to date her, but while I'm here, might as well coach you in how to play soccer since I once played football. There there were not a lot of great male uh, like role, uh, models? role models in this movie. Part of why I was sad about it, yeah. I understand. Like the the he's the best role model, and he literally is only in there for the lady. Like and he, he gets hates his kiss them. at the end. He doesn't even like the kids. Yeah, she makes him stop calling them midgets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was well politically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say Thanks. that. Yep. Nope. But, definitely. So Coach Jay Huffer is the other guy. Then you have uh, Kate, Kate's dad. Kate's dad, the drunk. Yeah, which is. And a then you have. That's it. You have like the, the goalie's of, dad, yeah. and he didn't even really like the goalie. Remember how they were getting ready to get out of the championship game? Uh -huh. He's like, he I'm going to sit. He is the bartender. He's there in the truck, and they're going to get out for the championship game. And his, his like, dad, I'm scared. Like, what about the, what if they show up? And then instead of his dad being sympathetic, he just yells at him to get out of the truck. Yeah. Get out of the truck! <laughs> and then yeah. slams the door. And then uh, Hamilton, the babe porter, goes, whew. <laughs> I'm glad that the that the British female teacher was able to step up and teach the guys how to be a man, though, because somebody needed to. Somebody do had it. to be a man. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Elma's struggling a lack of male leadership. 
potentially just a lack of leadership in general. The the interesting yeah. part though is that you see you all you see is like this gas station for a while and then the schoolhouse. Those yeah. are kind of like the main thing. And then you see like Juan's trailer and Kate's house for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then when Deputy Dog goes out looking for Juan and his mom, he's on some major highway. There's hotels and restaurants everywhere. What part of Elma is that? It made me think like, you know, when you're on the interstate for a long time and you have to like, you there's like 20 miles in between exits. Yes. But there's like clusters where it's like every fast food restaurant. Uh, that's the kind barrel. of, that yeah, that's the kind of town that I was picturing is like that town that's off of one of the those. interstate, yeah. So it Which would make sense. fast food restaurants off the interstate, but nothing in the actual city. Yeah, you're like nothing really going on. Jay there. was concerned she was only going to end up working at the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, which I get it. Like, I get why she, I can't talk about this. I'm just too sad. <laughs> like, I understand why she felt that way because there was nobody in her life that was encouraging her to, like, also, how like bad had, had Kate's, your dreams. How bad yeah. did Kate's mom have to be that she got stuck with her dad? Oh, true. Seriously. True. Rough. But on the up and up, that one part, the slow-mo part, where they were trying to get the kids out of the rain, they yeah. said no. And they played in they the played, rain. And all Play the, the parents were like, we have to go help them get the ball. Yeah. Because it's the one ball? Like, we got to get the ball to make it's a stop practice? Real ball. Well, the yeah. teacher broke the glove, so they didn't have anything else round to play Sheesh. with. <laughs> I also want to point out that if the teacher really wanted them to get them motivated to play soccer, why not buy the jerseys for the first game? I'd be much more motivated if I had a jersey and some cleats, but she yeah. didn't buy them till the game to the third game. Sponsored by Adidas. Again. You see that yeah. again. Okay. Adidas is all over these 90s movies. Yeah, that smart. was really smart of them. I don't know why they stopped doing that. They should keep doing it. Maybe that's because they quit making kids' sports movies. Maybe. I mean, that big gulp. <laughs> You're going to do your best sound editing work ever, Christian, to get those, to get Maybe that rattly ice out. Maybe he'll just leave it People like, like it noises like, like that now. ASMR is like a huge thing. All kinds ASMR? of like. ASMR? Yeah. Okay. What are some other bottles? Sponsored by ASMR. It'll soothe people. Hmm, just like the whisper tones. All right. Do. So here's, here's where my last couple plot holes. I don't have to do anything to do with soccer. One is how bad of a police officer is Deputy Don? Yeah, he's very bad. bad. Maybe, maybe the worst. He has officer. little to no authority. He in would the make a time. great FBI agent on that crack team from three ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Cause he just wanders around in his, in his he cop lets car. He the kids drive his car. Well, the, right. the, mo- the movie starts <laughs> yes. off with him. Yes. With the, with the ball going straight to his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> And they just make fun of him. Yeah. They do. And the then kids he are did, not afraid of law enforcement. He let enforcement the kids drive around in his car through a field, like all over the yeah. place. That is very irresponsible. And then he's he, the cool. He's the cool. You know, that's how. But we he stop. hates them, and they hate it's him. Respect. And he it's finally, he finally has some yeah. real police work to do to finally show, like, hey, I'm a real, I'm a real police officer. And his boss gives him. He's like, hey, we got some illegals, and so he gives him something to do. And he's like, this is a kid on my team. He says, great, you'll know where to find him. Goes to Juan's house. They. They have a conversation and then he leaves and doesn't do anything. He just says, okay, well, y'all are still illegal yeah. and I'm out of here. So fast forward to the game where half, at halftime, Deputy Dog shows back up with Juan and his mom. How? What is, what's his reasoning? Is no. their sponsor now or something? Which, what does that mean? Can you be a police officer and also be a sponsor? That seems like a conflict of interest or maybe like... That's a good point. And then... So that's kind of my biggest hang up there. And then my other one. There's a bigger problem because obviously Miss Montgomery has to be returning to England. Right. She's on a work visa. But can he sponsor two people? Um, He's going to have to marry Miss Montgomery. This is just some like very. uh, Or marry Juan's mom. That would have been a much better love interest. And he fell in love with Juan's mom. That would have been great. And then then Juan could be his son. Juan dog. (laughs) Juan dog. Juan dog. 
Debbie dog and Juan dog. Anyways, that sounds um, fun because Miss Montgomery's going home at some point. She's not. There ain't no way in heck she's living in Elmo. Yeah, she's a foreign exchange teacher. She does not love these kids enough. She loves them enough to win the championship, but not enough to actually move to Elmo. The the only thing I'm convinced of is that she loves soccer enough to be there. And and the last part here uh, that we can hit (laughs) is. These kids, you don't even really want to cheer for them because they're kind of mean kids. They're they super are mean. mean. They don't even like Juan until they realize he's good at soccer. Even and then those, they those want to be his twin friend. girls no. who say everything together, they're so little and even they are mean. They're mean to, and they're all mean to each other. They all pick on each other like... Not, not one of them is like other than Newt. Is family, the it's family. Yeah, dude, it's zing, 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 I feel like Ryan's turning they, towards my side of not actually like yeah. this movie very much. This movie uh, I do love this movie still, but no. they're mean kids. Like uh, that goalie, Larry the goalie, is just like is bullying Juan for being a uh, foreigner, a Latino. Kate's mean. You ask her to do anything, and she's, she's like, just mean. She has a knife at her desk. I'm not that saying that the yeah. <laughs> Well, there's no adults. There's only goats in this town. So <laughs> no adults, only goats. Well, wait, <laughs> Elma, they, the lawn care that they did. Remember, they didn't even. That's the highly implausible. The, no, the, ca- the cows, cows were the, the cows, lawn care, and then right. they tried to do like a fast forward. Like, see, the cows would eventually eat all the grass and cover. That's gonna take right, guys? months. <laughs> the cows must not have eaten for weeks. That's all I'm saying. I appreciated one other thing about this movie, and that was the adult contemporary soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Nothing says soccer movie like gospel in R&B. All the songs were songs that you maybe would hear while you're getting your teeth cleaned or something. Like, like, it is like easy listening dentist music. What kid, what what middle schooler is going to go out and get, like, who is doing this soundtrack? Is it like, is our, our parents put this soundtrack together? Because it wasn't like, Three Ninjas had some cool music, some electric guitars in there. Yeah. Big Green, just... Easy nope. listening. Easy yep. listening. So. It's like being in an elevator for an hour and a half. <laughs> With a goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Real mixed reviews on this one, guys. Colleen, wait, 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 Colleen wait, what wait, else do you wait. have to add to the big green? The only thing I have to add was the... I thought, uh, just again, going back to the 90s, some real, uh, moving aside from the racist stuff, just the sexist stuff, and the guy, the coach at the end saying, if I win the game, you have to kiss me. Oh, yeah. yeah. agreeing to it. <laughs> what was she thinking? Confidence. But, yeah, how confident? That's some, that's some like, Rocky basketball-level confidence of, like, yeah. we're going to spot you nine, oh, and I'm going to kiss you if Also, we him going, uh, I'm divorced. <laughs> like, right. that's like a... Like, like, it's something on the resume. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, so but... Uh, <laughs> I don't do great in relationships. So it's totally (laughs) fine if we make out a little. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. I'd uh, be a great addition to Elma, Texas. (laughs) Gosh. Another positive strong male role model. That is this one thing that this guy, this um, Jay Huffer, I'm trying to look up his name here, J.O. Sanders, he is an awesome bad guy. Oh, yeah. He He was well cast. I hated him in Angels in the Outfield. I hate him in this movie. He could have been the bad guy in almost, he could have definitely been a bad guy in Rookie of the Year, could have definitely made it into blank check He could have been Snyder in Three Ninjas. He should have been Snyder. He could have been Uncle Gosh, Frank in Home Alone. Like, been a great Uncle Frank. Uh-huh. J.S. Sanders, where are you now? Why weren't you in everything? Because <laughs> you're very easy to not like. Uh-huh. <laughs> the My favorite part of the whole movie was the first game where they bring the goat out. Yeah. And the, other, the knights go, they brought a goat. And, and then, then, they, then Kate says, he was just in the car. We couldn't. <laughs> like, we didn't bring him. He was in the car. 
Like, what was the go do? <laughs> that's a pretty. That's a great joke. That though. What were we it's supposed to do? That she like felt the need to defend it, being like, "He's not my goat. He's just a goat." He okay? was in the car. What Don't do you judge want? me by this goat. He's and just also, the goat. What are the knights making fun of? They have a suit of armor as their mascot. <laughs> like they bring a big suit of armor and these knights flags and hang them up. Like it's like a joust. It was well, a lot. The goalies. The goalies visions. Oh yeah, there were some really good ones. There were some. I forgot about the those. Zombies, Terminators, Terminators. The, the Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Motorcycles. My thought was that was like they somebody, do the, the bike slide yeah, that scores the, the goal. Somebody oh, needs to like evaluate why this kid is hallucinating. Like, does he have too much asbestos in his house? Yeah, I think because there's, there's he was like really, there. really. And then he would imagine more things. And you would also think that something. if... Maybe he's on drugs. Called the Big Green. It's, <laughs> ooh, it's actually <laughs> a drug does, town. Is it really? Oh. That would make sense as to why there was no theory. adults and nobody cared about anything. They were all on drugs. And when they were doing drugs, they saw the goat as green. Wow. Anyway, there you go. The Big Green. Something to think about. But our next movie. Colleen, what are we watching next? All right. Oh, uh, Heavyweights. Heavyweights. Yay. So that should be a little more fun for you, Mary. You've also <laughs> never seen that, right? Correct, oh, you're but I'm love really looking so, forward to it. Ben gonna, Stiller. It's going to take you to a oh, dark ben place. Oh, Ben Stiller's in yes, it? I loved him in so Meet the Parents. It's uh, these, these hard in their luck uh, chubby kids <laughs> <laughs> who go to a summer camp to stay chubby, and then the camp gets bought by a fitness guru oh, who's no. trying to skinny them up and... You know, there's that a lot actually that sounds on. really funny. It's great. It also stars some of our favorite sports kids, like, including Keenan mm-hmm. from My Ducks 2 and Goldberg from My Ducks 2. Really? So yep. you're going to really enjoy True. it. So, heavyweights, Man. tune in next week, episode nine coming up. Yep. Nine, guys. And don't forget, review, rate, subscribe. And we'll send you some stuff. A sticker. A sticker. <laughs> some <laughs> stuff, aka okay, we, a sticker. We've only got stickers. I've, so far. Only, I've already given away most of my stickers. Great. <laughs> <laughs>